I want to um, say that I love that you're pushing your chocolate addiction on anybody and everybody else. <laughs> you should have some. Well, chocolate I'm going to finish so it. I, I, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, I don't care if you have it or not. I'm just going to finish it. I don't want anyone to be mad at me. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's mad okay, at you. Good. <laughs> but if you want to leave a little note, that I will keep too. eating it is what I'm trying just, to, the main message. So just FYI. <laughs> Hey, what's happening, you guys? Welcome back to the Proclivity Podcast. We're going to dive right in because two things. It's a daily drive and we want it quick and to the point. The other is because I have a call here in 15 minutes. So we got to get to it, folks. We got to get to it. Now, before we get started, we want to invite you guys March 9th to our cold therapy social event. So we're going to be doing cold therapy in the Truckee River at Mayberry Park here in Reno, Nevada. If you want to attend, we're going to be doing breath work. We're going to do some movement practices. We're going to have uh, local uh, venues who are that we support, chiropractors. There's going to be a mobile sauna there. Bring your kids. There's going to be a bounce house. Ton of fun. If you're curious and you want to get in on this, there's going to be limited space for the breath work beforehand because we're going to be doing it inside. So you're going to want to make sure you sign up for that. We're also going to have a movement practice and then we're going to be getting into the Truckee River. It's going to be amazing, you guys. You're going to want to show up. It's going to be special. Did I cover everything, Emily? Yep. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. What we're going to be talking about today, guys, in the Daily Drive is how to get started. If you are thinking like, man, I want to come do this. I want to get into the river, but I've never done cold therapy. We're going to give you the blueprint today on how to be able to get cold therapy going. We're not going to talk about the health benefits and everything else. We're just going to give you the tangibles. Don't worry. Next week, we're going to start talk to you about fact or fiction. What are the actual health benefits of cold therapy? What you've heard, so on and so forth. We're going to be diving in deep with Emily next week. She's going to have all the data there. This week, we're going to give you the nuts and bolts. So Emily, you ready to get started? Yeah, let's go. What, uh, I'm going to be asking the questions here today. We'll switch up. Oh, okay. Wow. Power move. I got you. <laughs> so Joel, what are the options to getting started with cold therapy? What are ways people can start in terms of access to cold therapy? So you guys, when it comes to cold therapy, that's a really good question. How are we actually getting started here? You have three ways to get into cold therapy. One, at your house, in your shower, turn down the temperature and getting some cold therapy there. Two, getting getting immersed in water. So in your bathtub, in a horse trough, um, in the river, in a lake. And then the last is this new, more popular, which is cryotherapy, Cairo, cryotherapy. Um, a little more expensive. It has to be in your town. Some people have it. Some people don't. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, for the cold showers, what are some pros and cons? What are the pros? So the first, the first one with cold therapy guys is one of your best options due to the fact that it's very easy to do. All of us, most of us are going to have showers and have access to showers. And you can turn it hot and you can turn it cold. 
And so what this does is it gives you the ability to have a daily habit or weekly habit, depending on how often you want to do it. And it has a gauge. So you can go from hot to warm to lukewarm to cold to fully cold. So it gives you an array to get used to the temperatures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cons. When it comes when it comes to the cons, when it comes to the cons, depending on where you're at, here in northern Nevada, uh, groundwater is relatively cold. Um, also, as people who are in well water, there's going to be some cold water. Yet, if you're in Arizona, Texas, Florida, water's not going to be that cold. So you're, you're going to be limited to how cold that you can get. And then, this is what some people like and some people don't like about cold therapy, is you're not fully immersed. So you can't get direct water over your entire body. It's either you're facing forward and the shower is hitting you, unless you're one of those super cool people that have two <laughs> shower heads and you're just getting front and mm -hmm. back, which is cool. Or you have one of the big like uh, rain shower ones that come over. If you're that person, great for you. But for us normal folk, um, we can't get as much skin contact with that water. All right. Well, how do we get started if you're going to choose the cold shower route? If you are brand new to cold therapy, you guys, this is the way to go. So if you're listening right now, you haven't done cold therapy, this is your route to go. And even if you have done cold therapy, too often people kind of bypass this. They're like, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I did a little bit of, you know, cold showers, and then I just advanced to full submersion. So getting completely underwater, meaning at a lake, river, bathtub. But here's the, here's the thing, guys. If you want to make sure that you're going through the steps to prepare your body for it, because if you're doing cold therapy, and you're not practicing it too much, and you go full to water immersion in the Truckee River at 34 degrees, you're going to have a huge spike of adrenaline. And you might get this high after, but it might not be healthy for your body if your body isn't readily prepared for it. Mm -hmm. So this is just a, a for my beginners and for my people who would consider themselves intermediate or advanced, don't pass up on the cold shower particularly in Northern Nevada and cold, colder places, it really, really helps. So to be able to get started with cold, cold shower guys, if you are brand new, one of the best ways to do is get into your shower as you normally do, totally warm, fine. And then at the end, finish with 30 to 60 seconds of colder water, colder water is colder to you. And that's the important to, thing to remember. When you start going, man, that is, that is cold. Cool. That's where I want you to stay. And you can advance through the weeks by going down more and more and more. Okay. The second is start finish or start with warm finish with two to five minutes of cold. And what you guys want to do here is you want to make sure that you're, you're not dropping the temperature until you meet two to five minutes. Then you go back to 30 to 60 seconds, cranking it down colder. And this is the perfect way to advance. 
until the point that you are at fully cold for two to five minutes, meaning there's no warm water. And then at that point, the advance is you wake up first thing in the morning, it's 28 degrees outside, and you walk right into your cold shower. And you do that anywhere from two to five minutes. You can go as far as 10 minutes. Majority of the time, I'm sitting around right around three to four minutes for my cold shower. I just don't want to be in the shower that long. Mm -hmm. And that tends to, with the water temperature here, work really well. Gotcha. Any extra tips when it comes to cold showers for you? Pro tip. I, I do cold showers almost every day. And one of the things I start off with is I turn on the water. So I hear it's running, put my hand on my heart, my hand on my belly, and I start doing some deep breaths to calm my body down before I get in the shower. Then when I get in the shower, this is one of the things that I do. You don't have to, but you can. I do my affirmations while under cold water. So what that does is it helps me to when there's an external threat and I'm all cold is to go, man, Joel, I'm so proud of you. You're underneath this cold water. You're achieving all these things. It helps me to stay within myself when there's an external threat like cold water. So that's just more of a psychological benefit. You don't have to do that. And then what I'll do is I'll rotate. I'll have two to three big breaths, belly breaths, and then I'll rotate slightly. And then I'll stay right at that and I'll rotate. And so I'll just take these breaths and I'm just basically rotating in a circle mm -hmm. until I get to three minutes or more. Yeah, I notice if I just jump in the shower or even cold plunging in general without checking with my body and my breath, it's much more of a reaction of like the, right? The, the little breaths that come along. Oh, yeah. So that's my Golden. pro tip is really checking with your body prior to entering the cold water. Big one. That's beautiful. So, okay. Next cold immersion. So this is the, the bathtubs, the tanks, if you have them at home, the fancy ones the not fancy ones, the horse troughs or the lake or the river. What are the pros, the benefits to this one? Cool. So when it comes to cold immersion, guys, this is the next step. Again, people, it's all sexy right now. Get into the cold tubs and get into cold water and so on and so forth. You want to be careful here. If you're not prepared and you're just submerging yourself into cold water, it, it, it could be more harmful than it is beneficial. There are steps to it. A lot of us want to gas pedal it just like majority of things. Oh, I'm going to do a diet. All right, I'm going to cut everything out. Well, I'm going to do a fitness thing. I'm going to do 75 hard. Take this slowly. Get used to it so you create a habit here. Then when you get to this point and you're doing cold showers, you can add in some cold immersion because some of the pros of the cold immersion is that it exposes all of your skin to the water. It also enhances the health benefits. So because you are fully submerged, you're going to have more health benefits than you necessarily would just with cold showers alone. Now that doesn't mean cold showers don't give the health benefits. They do. Yet this is just a, a next dial up. Mm -hmm. The cons when it comes to cold, cold immersion is that one, it can be really costly. If you're doing it in your bathtub, you have to buy anywhere from 25 to 50 pounds of ice. If you're really looking to get those health benefits dependent on where you're at in your practice. Also, if you're going to go get into a lake or river, you have to find that lake or river. So sometimes that can be a challenge there in itself, getting down to the river or getting down to the lake. It takes up more time and that 
it's, that makes it more difficult to create it as a daily habit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the temperatures can vary. You can't control the temperature of a river or of a lake. So if you're used to it, one week you could go and it could be 42 or 45 degrees in the water on the river. The temperatures could drop that week. And because the surface area of a, of a river, you can drop the temperatures actually pretty darn quickly when it comes to a river. And so now you're having a big variation where might have been okay last week, but this week it's really, really difficult. So that's something to be able to consider. Mm. Perfect. Okay. So for getting started with cold immersions, what's the beginner and intermediate and advanced techniques for you? Cool. I, I might sound like a dead horse, a beating a dead horse here, guys, but again, start off in cold showers, get really used to it help yourself get used to how do I respond to really cold water, then start getting into cold immersion. Now, when you feel comfortable, the beginner step is to be 30 to 60 seconds. So one minute, you're shooting for one minute, and you can be up to your uh, belly button, or maybe a little bit higher from there. So basically, most of your or all of your lower body, and most of your upper body is a great way to start, but we're not above the heart at this point. Second, an intermediate would be one to two minutes. So now we're shooting for two minutes and we're fully submerged up to the collarbone. So that means now we're covering the heart. So this starts changing things when we start covering all the vital organs. This starts, uh, uh, this is where some of the, you'll be capitalizing on those different health benefits. Uh, We'll talk about those health benefits next week. Um, But right now, getting it up to the collarbone is the focus hands out of the water. You don't need your hands in the water. And then the advanced is two to three minutes. So now we're pushing the three minute mark. You can go up to five. There's some people that push farther than that. Again, now are we getting the health benefits? There's a a certain point of no return here. Um, And then fully submerging yourself at the end. So I'm in three minutes, then I turn around and I dunk my entire face and head under the water. And that would be getting to the advanced part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen some people do that in the very beginning too. I don't know if there's a, a difference in that. I'll, I'll look that up. But a lot of people like to do it in the very beginning to get that out of the way or at the end, either way. Mm-hmm. What, in mm-hmm. terms of yep. going to the river into the lake, what are your pro tips for people starting off going out there? Cool. I'm going to toss out some of mine um, and then feel free to toss in yours. Uh, bring two towels, one to be able to lay down on the dirt. The other one is to dry yourself off. That's one of that's one of the big ones. If not, you're all muddy and you're trying to put your feet back into your uh, shoes and now you put mud in there. Have two towels. That's one mm-hmm. of the big ones. Another thing that I do is I bring two pairs of shoes. So I bring more of like river socks or sandals down there. I'll go in barefoot and then come out. And then in my car, I'll have some warm slippers that I put on. Mm-hmm. What about you, Emily? Yeah, I found the hard way of if you stay in your swimsuit for too long afterwards, it's not a fun experience post plunge. So getting out of my bathing Mm, suit as soon as possible, whether it be just in your towel and your sweatshirt um, for ladies or in the car, finding a way that makes a big difference for your experience after the cold plunge. And then to go along with that, just finding warmth, whether it be socks, slippers, warm jacket, getting in your car with the heat or just going back to your house and getting in a cold shower or or sorry, a warm shower or warm bath would be ideal. 
and making sure you have a good friend to stand on your towel too as well mm. or their towel. <laughs> yes, that is helpful. Uh, and have a buddy in general, right? You want to yes. be safe. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Well, there's one last option for people, uh, cryotherapy, pros and cons there. So when it comes to cryotherapy, guys, this is, you know, these, this is where like health spas and so on and so forth came in and we're like, oh, okay, we'll make this, you know, this new cold thing is there's health benefits and it's a hot topic. Great. We'll purchase this incredibly expensive machine to be able to lower your body temperature. Uh, the pros that they say is that it, it is colder temperatures on your skin. And it is nicer if, say, you have like an injured, like you you injured your knee, right? Maybe you're in a wheelchair. Um, it's easier to be able to get in and out of those if you're trying to recover something um, or if you're impaired to be able to get in and out of cryotherapy. Yet a lot of the cons, I don't see the pros outweighing the cons a lot of times on this because it can be pretty darn expensive. It's not available to everyone and it's really hard to make a habit out of it. Mm -hmm. So although this does show that it has the health benefits, if you haven't done it, you can go try it and see the difference. Yet I know people, I haven't done it myself, but I know people say, hey, being in the Truckee River or Tahoe is much chillier mm -hmm. to me. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So if you were to pick three steps to getting started with cold therapy, what would they be your top three? Here's my, here's my top three. If, if you haven't heard before, repetition is the mother of all skill. Start with a cold shower. You guys, there's a lot of people who don't like doing the cold showers. Emily's one of them. <laughs> she doesn't like doing the cold showers. I do them, she finds it harder <laughs> to do it than getting into the trucky. And I would encourage Emily, Hey, start practicing a little bit more with the shower. It will make your experience in the trucky river so much better when you get used to it in your own house, in your own environment, instead of being out in the wild, instead of, you know, who's going to be there or not going to be there, you're safe in your house. So it's a good way to practice being able to in an external threat, feel safe. So start with cold showers and that's just finishing with cold. The second thing is utilize your breath. One of the biggest benefits is being able to create that internal to external, uh, um, uh, belief or feeling. And so by being able to control your breath, you have the ability to be able to go with this threat, I'm still okay, which will help when your kids are going crazy, or things aren't going with work, you can go wait a second, I go back to my breath, just like I do in cold therapy. And that is a good reminder to have throughout your day. And then the last thing, reward yourself with warmth. So one of my favorite things to do is jump in a sauna with friends, or go get coffee with a bunch of nice warm clothes on. It creates this nice dopamine hit that makes you feel really good. So if you're struggling with uh, anxiety, depression, stress, this is a good way to have this huge dopamine hit and go, oh, I can let this go. And we're going to talk more about the benefits, health benefits next week. So you really know now that you can get started, what am I getting out of this? So that's what we're going to be focusing on next week. Emily, is there anything that I missed or I should have said? Mm. If you're having trouble starting in the cold shower, 
you can start with a friend, have accountability. Maybe it is like, Hey friend tomorrow, are you going to take your cold shower? Cool. Let's text each other when we're going to do it. Or again, it could be just the half dip into the river starting out if that's hard for you. But I highly recommend the cold showers, even if it is feeling, it feels like a big challenge to you. Just start with barely cold, start somewhere. Love it. Love it. All right, you guys, that's it. We said it was going to be short and it was. Now it's time for me to jump on onto my coaching call. And I want to remind you guys, March 9th, put it in the calendar. We're going to start off. It's going to be 830. We're going to start off with breath work. And then we're going to get into uh, cold therapy and a bunch of other fun things that we're going to do throughout the day. You're more welcome to bring your friends, your family, your kids, your dogs. It's going to be at a park. It's going to be a ton of fun. If you're looking for more information, head to our Instagram page. There's going to be a ton of information there. And you can also reach out to us, Emily at Proclivia.co or Joel at Proclivia.co. Anything else, Em? Nope. All right. That's it. Thank you again for joining us. Episode 137, a beginner's guide to cold therapy. We look forward to next week, episode 138, where we're going to be talking to you about the health benefits, fact or fiction, when it comes to all these different benefits of cold therapy. And until then, best day ever. Let's go.